This is going to be exciting. We have the CFL Commissioner, Randy Ambrosi, joining us this morning to talk about what's coming up, uh, what they're planning. Uh, Good morning, Randy. Thanks so much for taking some time today. Uh, Good morning. Nice to be with you. Hey, you guys put on a cookie commercial right before I spoke, and I just uh, want to point out that's a great way to make a guy like me distracted. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're all all busy thinking about cookies, huh? (laughs) Well, it looked the only thing you could have done that would have been even more compelling was a pizza commercial, and that would have sent me over the top. Well, focus, Randy. We need you. We need you to be attentive here. Yeah, we're not. Okay. We're not trying to throw you up, Randy. We should also mention that Morley is joining us too. We have Morley Scott with us here. Great. Hey, Randy. Well, listen, and good morning, Morley. How are you today, my friend? I am doing very well, thank you. Uh, you, uh, you, of course, talked to the fans yesterday. I think the most interesting thing came out of it is is the optimism that you uh, that you suggested everyone should have about a 2021 season, uh, including the release of a schedule coming up soon. Yeah, you know, I look. It's um, as we all know. I mean, we're 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 deep into this pandemic, and you know, I think there's lots of negative news everywhere we turn, and 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 you know, lots of reasons for us to be worried and and. Um, concern for you know fellow canadians who are who are suffering with this but i thought um, you know as we look at the last few weeks the two uh, announcements of the vaccines uh, i think it is not just for football but for all of us a little bit of that light at the end of the tunnel that that maybe just maybe we're at the beginning of the beginning and uh, and i'm really i'm really looking forward to um, seeing this unfold and we're going to talk to public health officials in the days ahead and get a read from them, but I, I thought um, it was a good omen yesterday morning to wake up to that new to the news of a second vaccine. So, Randy, when you take a look ahead, uh, as Morley mentioned, you're talking about maybe having a schedule out uh, pretty soon here. Tell us about what's gone into getting to a point where you feel a schedule is even possible, and when we might see it. Well, you know, you've got to start we've got to start planning and we, you know, we need to start putting some roots down. And so the idea is we're, we'll put a schedule out. Um, we're excited, you know, give fans a chance to kind of mark their calendars and, and start planning, you know, their, their summer and, and fall around, uh, around our games, which they have been doing for, for decades. You know, we'll, we'll note that, look, we may have to make a, an adjustment or two as, um, as the vaccine scenarios and the COVID virus scenarios play out. But we really feel like it's time to just, um, you know, get that optimism, kind of get get that renewed spirit, that love of our league and the game kind of back out there. So, yeah, we're excited. We're um, we just going through our final sign-offs now uh, with all of our, you know, with all of our key partners on the schedule. We'll hopefully have that done in the next few days, and our fans will get a chance to uh, mark their calendars, which uh, I'm going to mark mine and, and, you know, really looking forward to it. Yeah, and Randy, as you mentioned, I mean, the fans really looking forward to it, too. I know it's a long way away and no one can really predict the future. But when we're talking about a 2021 season and engaging fans, is there discussion about maybe having fans in the stands? What does that look like right now? Yeah, it's uh, Chelsea, it's it's the right question. Look, so um, what what our plan is at this stage is we're going to, on the strength of of these two vaccine announcements. I think we want to now go back to uh, public health, all the chief medical officers in our in our six provinces that we play football in and really ask them kind of what they see on the horizon. Try to get some sense of how they think the the um, this will play out. Once we've done that, we're gonna we're gonna try to gather around an idea of when do they believe we can get um, our players into training camps. 
and our and some fans in the stands and and we'll pick a reasonably conservative number around the number you know percentage of stadium capacity knowing that we can always put more in as um, as the situation improves and and the, the thing the real plan here is to start you know coming up with one scenario that we can all rally around because a problem we have with all of these unknowns is you're planning for everything and therefore you're kind of planning for nothing so i think it's time to start driving this thing towards a, a more a single scenario with lots of scalability uh, more fans and and um, and playing sooner but i think bottom line is we feel like it's time to get really um really clarify our plan be more focused on a single plan and uh, and get excited about being back on the field in 2021. Randy, where do you stand with the players and a new CBA right now? Well, look, our relationship with the players is always going to be uh, one of our most important, if not the most important uh, relationship we've got. And I think um, they've been looking for some clarity as well. You know, they, they're looking for, you know, us to be, you know, have kind of drilled down to a scenario. I, I think what we'll do uh, with, as we're going through these public health consultations is we'll bring the players in and, and talk to them every step of the way. Let them know what we're doing. Um, and then once we get to a scenario that we all can agree on, I think it'll be at the time to say, okay, how do we make it work? How do we... How do we activate this idea of all of all playing um, of all you know getting back on the field? But morally, I think the most important thing we have to do is have to find a way now to build a different kind of relationship with the players, more of a partnership, more of a uh, you know how do we share the business plan? How do we share the the opportunity to grow the league? and to do better our relationship with the players over the many years that i've been involved in the league has been more or less transactional everything everything is a separate item I think we're looking now for a more holistic relationship and i'm hoping that the players will be excited by that because it really will represent a, a very different kind of uh partnership that uh, with the players and one that i think can yield tremendous long-term uh, benefit. So, Merle, the short answer is uh, we'll do the public health consultation, and then I think it's going to be a perfect time to sit with the players and say, okay, how do we make it work, and uh, and make sure the players are part of that process. Um, you know, Randy, when we talk about the CFL, it perhaps more than most leagues, uh, especially uh, the major leagues, it relies on, on fans in the stands. That, that's the major revenue source. I mean, it's not the TV and the merchandising that we see some other, other organizations and leagues capitalize from. So at a time like this, have you been forced to sort of look at other ways of possibly increasing league revenue? And, and what have you come up with and what can fans expect to see in terms of other opportunities to engage with the CFL? Yeah, uh, Shay, we've put together uh, an entire group that are just looking at everything, kind of turning over every stone. Uh, today we're hosting two, uh, we're hosting two uh, forums, business forums, where we're bringing business leaders uh, from across the country together to talk about uh, what we've all learned in, uh, you know, during the pandemic. We're, we're kind of thinking about how do we activate lessons from uh, businesses around, uh, you know, around us that have made changes that are doing things differently. What can we learn from them 
we have this amazing ecosystem of relationships and and we're thinking how do we tap into those now because there are uh, we do need to activate new revenue streams so the best thing to do is talk to all of these amazing people that are part of our world and see what they're doing and how do we and how do we add a, a revenue stream or two um, as we go forward because I you know I think we would all agree you have to take a lesson out of what we've experienced mm-hmm. clearly no fans in the stands was really bad for our league um, so now we have to figure out okay how do we how do we evolve from this moment and set ourselves up for long-term success mm-hmm. yeah no kidding big big task for sure Randy tell us a little bit about how you've had to pivot and uh, create new events like Grey Cup Unite well, Great Cup United is, uh, was it's fascinating, and there's so many wonderful people uh, that are that should be thanked because uh, it basically came out of a group of us being on a call after uh, the Labor Day weekend, and we were all just lamenting how much we missed our our football fix and all those great rivalries uh, over the weekend. And we said, "Okay, look, we we got to stop complaining that we that we miss our CFL football and do something about it." And uh, and really, what what came out of that discussion was the realization that what's made Grey Cup so special, what's made it powerful, is it brings people together. It brings Canadians together. It it's been a place where uh, you know an Eskimo fan, an Edmonton fan, I, sh- I guess I should say, an Edmonton Football Club fan, is standing shoulder to shoulder with a Stampeder fan, and they really don't like each other very much. But in that moment, they're just a couple of Canadians having a cold beer or a cold drink and enjoying enjoying being part of Grey Cup. And we said, let's do that again in the spirit of uh, of 2020. We'll do it virtually. And uh, same idea, though. How do we bring people together? How do we celebrate this game we all love so much? And uh, and use it as a jumping off point to to uh, to 2021. Get people excited uh, about our about our plans and our aspirations to um, to get back on the field and and so again kind of an exciting lots of events all you know fans can participate in so many different ways we've got alumni participating we've got our players participating corporate sponsors are everywhere in this and uh, and all i can say is it feels good to be back talking about football Randy, you played here. You won a great cup here. Uh, you probably have more uh, than a passing interest in the biggest story in Edmonton surrounding the CFL this offseason, and that is the name change of the football club. Uh, how and, and is there a role or what is the role that the league plays in this big change that uh, the team is making this offseason? Yeah, you know, it's really it's really just to be supportive. Look, we 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 trust uh, we trust, the, you know, the, you know, the leadership in Edmonton. We trust the board. Uh, are just to be supportive. Um, obviously, it was uh, it was for so many, and including myself, the thought of losing that name. But obviously, uh, we respect the decision that the board made. Um, and obviously, uh, things change, times change. We we have to change along with it. But we'll just be supportive and uh, and look forward to you know the new name and the new logo. Uh, recognizing that in the end, it's all about people. My memories, Morley, uh, of being in Edmonton and winning there will not change one bit. My 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 thought about all those great teammates that I played with will not change one bit. And I suspect that uh, after this moment passes with a new name, we'll all feel it's still uh, we're still going to go to Commonwealth. We're still going to cheer on the the um, Edmonton team. 
we're still going to make great memories and um, and we'll be doing that for a long time to come. Awesome. Well said. Randy, thanks so much for making the time. We appreciate the conversation. Guys, it's great to talk to you. If I can, I'll just wish, you know, wish all of you, uh, you know, great, uh, great health. And uh, to all of your listeners, stay safe. We'll get through this and then we'll all get together and have a, and have a cold one at Commonwealth Stadium in 2021. Yes, please. Stay that safe, Randy. That sounds awesome. Okay, bye for now. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. <laughs> Take care. That's Randy Ambrosi, Commissioner, Commissioner of the CFL.